The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Sign up using promo code WMVP at sportsbook.draftkings.com. Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears. Chicago Bears. ESPN Chicago. And this is Carmen and Yurko. Live from the old National Bank Studio. WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago. A good Karma Brands radio station. Well, thanks for calling, listening, and participating today. And uh, with great listener participation and interaction after the debacle yesterday. Great job by Black and Abdallah. It is time for Waddle and Sylvie as they get you home on this rainy Monday, a Bears Monday. Crosstalks brought to you by Club Hawthorne, I know, and the betting bars featuring horse racing video slots and sports betting throughout Chicago. Anybody else sitting on their couch like this? <laughs> Me. Yeah, that's every day. With like ten minutes left in the game yesterday, this is now uh, the longest losing streak since ten in a row, from uh, the monsoon game in '94 to the end of the '98 campaign, December of '98. This is nine consecutive losses. The Bears have never won nine straight in the rivalry. FYI, those were those were my glory days on the beat. By the way, oh yeah, I well, started on the beat in '95. You were there for all of it, Sylvie. Through the ten bad straight, one, through the bad Wanstead days, Sylvie, ten two. straight, buddy. And now this is nine straight, guys. Your, your, that's when yep. Yurko played, oh, yeah, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Considering everything, this was, fill in the blank, this was the worst loss to the Packers since. Is it the 50-burger? Um, I think uh, in in 1994, not an open. Well, that would have been before the 50-burger, yes. though. Yeah. It's got to be the 50-burger 50 50 or Lambeau. Under yeah. trust yeah. me, in 14. Because they were coming out of bye for that. Remember? Like, that was off of a bye. Well, we That's another a- thing that we have failed to, to be able to do here is to, when we are given extra time, we actually perform worse. worse. That's for good coaches. Extra time, is, yeah, the, the good, good coaches. coaches do well with extra time. About too. You know what Guy. good coaches think about third down? We avoid we, third we, down. Right. Like, did I misinterpret I what Greg said? a hilarious line. I mean, did I, I misinterpret no, I what he said? Or, like, does he have insight from Luke Getze that he's trying to make sure they're in third and manageable? If that's the uh, case, it is a problem, you guys. Like, and I mean, it is a big problem on a lot of levels. Is, if, if there is a third down, I would well, think. That's it. It's first, he wants it third second, and manageable. First, first, but if you're, first, But if second. you're calling plays hoping to be, like... In a third, I don't know. That's a weird I, comment to me, you know guys. What, Carl, I'm I, sorry. It's a it, weird you comment. Guys mention it, and, and I kind of try to look at it differently. Like the last thing you want to be in is third and long. So yes. the only, yeah, I, and maybe, maybe, maybe I'm not looking at it the right. That's kind of what I took All right. from it was maybe is that I, the last thing you want to be with this offense is maybe third and long. I, I'll tell you who's not worried about third and anything is Kyle Shanahan. He's not worried about third down. Well, they rarely get to third down. He doesn't care about third down because he knows he's going to. The good offenses bypass third down as frequently as they can. A first down before. I I mean, come on. It's. Listen, I don't think that that's what he's going. I think what Biggs wrote about too. He he said he was like, he's like, I get the play calling. They're trying to make sure he's. They were so bad on third down the Bears yesterday because they lost on first down. Yeah. And, and, and like and the Biggs wrote about it, like, <laughs> that. like well, but but no, especially on I know first, on first down. down the Biggs had a stat. I'm trying the 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 offense ran the ball 14 times on first and 10 and produced 42 yards. Seven of those runs went for one yard, no gain or a loss. Seven times went for a maximum of one yard. And this is what Biggs wrote. That goes back to what I said at the top. The Bears got beat in the trenches. 
Justin Fields was 10 of 16, throwing the ball on first and 10. Not bad. But those 10 completions gained only 97 yards. And there was an 11-yard sack on first down. So 86 net yards, 17 on 17 passing plays. They, like, they failed converting third downs because... They failed on first and second down, and especially on first down. Wasn't there a stat too? Like they found themselves in second and fifteen or well, 16, the penalties. Like, yeah, several. Right, yeah, right. about the penalties. Braxton yeah. Jones had his worst well, game his worst as game. far as um, his. What's the word I'm looking? He protected well, but his penalty yards were were, were bad. Yeah, two holding. Yeah, two holding. Was was the worst? It's bad. I, I think two by PFF two. and put whatever you know, whatever you want on that. Just use it as part of your tool yeah, in your toolbox. Yeah, you should. I believe he graded out as a ninety, so he was by far their best. I believe Nate Davis graded out like a seven percent. Gave up he, nine pressures. He was given. Uh, he, I mean, Devontae Wyatt was eating him yes. f- for lunch. Yeah. I mean, it was, how much he practices? Seven percent of yeah. the time. Exactly. So Nate, it, is it, it a shocker? What was his grade again? I believe believe he he got like a 7% grade. Um, 7%? 7%. No, could it be that bad? Maybe. He was pressured a lot. Uh, Their A dot was in the uh, first percentile, boys. That data goes back to 2010. 3.1 3.1 was there a dot. The that goes back to 2010. To explain yeah. that. The first percentile. That's average depth of target. 3.1. Oh, right. Okay. That is. First percentile all, is it, the worst percentile you can have. In the, that's in the first percentile since 2010. Yeah, when you're like. 3.1. A dot. When you're talking about your academic, you know, accomplishments, you want to be in the 99th percentile, not, not the first, not the first percentile, <laughs> not the first. So I, I always thought if you ain't first, you're last. <laughs> I don't know what that was yesterday, but you better shake it off quick. Shake it off. Shake it off. And I mean real Thanks, quick. Taylor. Taylor. Thanks, Taylor. Here's here. I mean, honestly, at the end of the day. You let the youngest team in the National Football League with a quarterback making his second career start come to your town, and by the way, they're supposed to be your biggest rival, and they beat you convincingly in embarrassing fashion. I mean, That's what happened. They, they, yeah. Oh, yeah. It couldn't have been any worse, guys. I mean, like, remember you, the things uh, we were talking about uh, no, a week ago? Uh, yeah. It couldn't have been any worse. Well, we couldn't have scripted this. You could not. And we've seen it all. Like, like you said, ten in a row now. Nine in a row. Nine the in a row. One away from tying the record. Ten in a row yeah. in the division, and what? It's, it's That's 11, true. And eleven in a row losing streak. Yes. Going back to last year. Yes. So we've seen it all. We've been through this. Like they've given us. You know how they like to say that the NFL is scripted. Mm-hmm. The NFL has given us the same damn script every year against the Packers. Yeah. They're like, here you go again, Chicago. It's it's the same script against the Packers. Oh, we're going to change the actor. Aaron Rodgers is gone. It's this new guy. But you know what? We don't care. We don't care. You get the same script. Same one. Yeah. Same result. Yeah, putting up the, the like, <laughs> 10 straight division games. They've lost 10 straight division games, you guys. 10 straight. Yurko, did you see how many... Um, players they introduced. and in Remember I said last week, I love when they do the starting lineups. Sure. Get, Offensively, I didn't see. No. How the, many did they introduce? The, the, the fans, you're going to love this. You're going to love this. The, the fans, were, this, the crowd was so ready. So into it. It was, it was a picture-perfect day. Everybody was in such a good mood. And you know, a 325 start, everyone has been tailgating, and it's not like overly drunk, a proper drunk, good buzz. Everybody was feeling it. Loud, and then the starting lineups happen, and the offense is being introduced, and that you know DJ Moore, Justin Fields. How many guys do you think they introduced in the starting offense? Fourteen. Fourteen. You're close. Fifteen. Six. Now you're getting a thirteen. 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 Why? 
But you have to ask them. Why? Because they want to, they don't want to offend. Uh, probably Chase Claypool's one of them because Chase Claypool did not start and was introduced. There, there. The Bears introduced. So the fullback doesn't care. The, 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 okay, the, so the fullback doesn't care. That's you got to yeah, know. Do you think that. does Kari Blossom the, game no, he's, care? He doesn't have a problem. He's the, not the problem. The, the, this so is who's like, the thirteenth. This player? is like now, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, the starting lineup for the Chicago Bulls and Steve Kerr <laughs> getting introduced. <laughs> John Bushler, with, with John Bushler. Bushler. yeah. With, so they go eight. They go eight. The Bulls are introducing seven so players. Who else? Yeah, who were the 13? 13. Who else? I, I didn't count all of them, but there were... In, uh, you know, Lost count after Cor- 11. Courtney tweeted out about this, but there were... And I noticed Chase was introduced, and and he's not like there. And he and he promptly produced zero yards receiving, zero, and uh, a, a terrible attempt at a block. So, well, I don't know what you said, call it. Who said that he was holding the block for four seconds? He did. I thought we had talked about not that even early. four tenths of a second. Four tenths. He got run through. Yeah. No, it was a pathetic. It was a pathetic effort. Pathetic effort. This has been the problem. Is. He, he doesn't play to his size or his speed. And it, yeah. uh, if you watch him from film from last year, that was the thing that was most eye popping to me was six four, probably what two fifteen, and runs a four four. And you can't, you could never tell that. I don't get it. I, I, I remember they didn't, they didn't design anything for him. No, you, and I think and you have really, to do with Pittsburgh well, yeah, getting you that don't first throw year. A smoke screen to a six four two. You throw the smoke screen to Mooney and more. That's but you got to go back and watch what Pittsburgh did that first year. I mean, he still gave them eleven touchdowns. I know they, that's what I mean. Like what? It would, like like so again. I'm not his biggest fan, and like a lot of people came after me when I was simply Come reporting me. A, a, a fact from inside that building from someone very important inside that building. What they told me, whether or not they're willing to go on the podium and say the same thing, well, of course they're. They not. always they do things differently behind the scenes and on the podium, and people for weeks were coming after me. Now we had one game where he had no catches, no yards, and couldn't hold they, the block. They're, they're not doing him any favors, though, either. Now is that because they don't believe in him? Uh, but but how out? Like again, DJ Moore, they believe in, and they 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 target him twice. Two, two targets. Now that that a lot of that too is also on the quarterback. I, what are we doing? What are we doing? Like I, I know that the the concept we all giggled about it. You're introducing 13 people. What message are we selling? Are, are we, do we want to be friends with our our players or do we want to coach them? Is I mean like what we all want to get along. I get that, but I don't understand what what we're trying to do here. And by the way, I said this to Sylvie upstairs. After this game, if I was their coach, we'd be all all of us would be watching this game. Hmm. You know that auditorium we sat oh, in yeah. for the meeting. Yeah, here, yeah. Be put filled, it on. Everybody. Every coach, every player, I'd invite Ryan Polzin and his entire staff. I'd invite Kevin Warren in. Because guess what, guys? What we just did yesterday is right here. We're going to watch every play. Offense, defense, special teams. She might hurt some feelings, though. And that's fine. We're going to break little legs. We're going to make an omelet, right? Mm. And what's the best disinfectant? It's a little bit of sunshine, right? A little bit of sunlight. So we're going to shine a light on every single play. This is who we are. Until, you could talk the talk you want, all you want. This is who we are. Until you guys decide yeah. you don't want to be this any longer. Coaches, our mistakes are going to be right here on the screen. Players, your effort's going to be right here on the screen. All of your assignments, your play, everyone, all 53 of you, your quarterback, your highest paid player, we're all going to watch it together. And you've got three. The, here's your question. Are you going to get better? Are you going to get worse? You're going to stay the same. Mm. And there's only one answer. It's you're going to get better. And if not... 
then we're all going to get fired. All of us. I like it. They didn't do that, but I like the idea of that. I mean, seriously, they, you don't do that all the time. No, but, but you, in you a situation me, like this. Johnny, like, now you put it up there and you watch. You tell me who's out there and is buying in and giving everything he has and pulling on the rope and who wants this and who doesn't want it. Everybody on that team knows what's happening, what's going on right now. When they look at the film, they know who's to blame, who's not to blame. They know. Every player knows. When you sit there in Monday films, you know who screwed up, who didn't screw up. There's no gray area. And you also know if your coaches put you in a bad situation. Yes. Everybody knows. But we watched film together as an offense and as a receiver. Let's watch it all together. All together. Every play. Yeah. Defense is going to watch what the offense did. Did you guys yeah. sell out? Did you guys do what you were supposed to do? And offense is going to watch the, the, the defense. We're all going to watch special teams. And at the end of the day, guess what? This is who we are until you prove different. You should be up there coaching. I, I like don't it. Coach. I like that. But saying, I like, I but like where you're breaking, coming I'm from. The, but I'm not, I'm not breaking any new ground. That's just the basics. Yeah. But, but that's, that's what we always say. If we know this, why don't they? Like, we always say this about the obvious stuff. So if we knew for yeah. weeks and weeks that Nate Davis wouldn't be ready to play a football game, that you can't go OTAs, mini camp, training camp, without really any padded practice, no games in the preseason, and then you're going to stick him out there and you got to have the rest of the line trust him, and he's got to play good football against the Green Bay Packers in that defense. We knew that it wouldn't pass the smell test. If we knew, if Sylvie knew, who never played football on a high level like you guys, how didn't they know that, and how did they allow that to happen? They'll tell you it was injury-related, so um, we can't uh, sure. control injuries. No, but, I know but, that's but it's, it's yeah. fine. So how do you let him start? Personal Why not let, let Carter start Absolutely. until he gets his until seat he, Until he gets you. his legs So, so let someone who is ready to play, play uh, football. That's not how they do it, though. The guys that are the best get the opportunity. And, and then this was your key free agent yes. signing in the offseason. What did you say? Better. 7%? I believe he graded as 7%. But we knew that. that. We told too. you this. Check that. We, we, we said this. We said he, he didn't seem interested. He doesn't want to practice. He came with that tag from Mike Vrabel. And then you throw him out there, and it's time to make a statement. And it's not just one game. Everyone wants to say it's just one game. You guys are gonna, you guys are gonna panic, or you guys, like you said, it's how many games against the Packers? It's it, nine in a row. It's how many games against the division? It's ten in a row. How many games overall? It's Eleven in a row. This isn't one game. <laughs> this is you got to get out of this hole. They haven't you, won since last you, October. You, you, guys. You, you are one of the worst right. teams in the NFL until you prove otherwise. Right. You want so to don't lose give me crap. Yes. Don't give me crap that it's only one game. This Prove otherwise year. that you're not one right. of the worst teams. Right. But you wanted to lose last year. Right. Remember last that. year was a yeah, tear down. You still that. sometimes luck into a win. As a, The players aren't trying Why to lose. luck into a win? You wouldn't have been able no, to do No, that's not did. true. And you this, know, this the players aren't understanding. Last year. I understand it, Carm. I'm understanding. But you wanted to lose last I year. Know, you went but, about the business of losing because you wanted the first but, pick. Yes. The first pick turned into G.J. Moore and the offensive tackle. Don't watch the Philadelphia Eagles. Don't watch the Eagles, boys. They don't were, watch the Eagles. They were better. They were better. <laughs> don't don't in, do it. They were better in all seventeen games than they were yesterday. The effort level. Yeah, it probably was. The, 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 every uh, they were never this bad last year. Well, and they made they, they were supposed to make market improvements. Yes, that's, that's in the draft. That's the most disappointing. In everything, thing. they were supposed to be market improvements, and what we got was the same. I don't know if you smelled it, 
But I smelled the stench of last year with this team. Yeah. I smelled it, whether you like it or not. Even if some of these guys weren't with that team, I, I you smelled the same kind of crap that you put up with last year because they were chasing another. You know, one they're pack. getting no real help from their coaching staff right now. Either. Yesterday they didn't. You know, like I've been a big uh, uh, advocate of Getze, and I, and I and there were a lot of things he did last year that I really liked. That yesterday, terrible. Like you can't take the ball out of your your best player's hands on third and one. You're not Kansas City. You've got one of the most dangerous running quarterbacks in the history of the sport. And you motion Cole Komet in. Like, come on. That was a naggy play. Silliness. Yeah, it was. It was a naggy play. We're going to out-cute him. And and look, you knew that you were at a disadvantage. Green Bay's got like eight former first-round picks on their defense. They're healthy this year. They're good on that side of the ball. So you knew you had a mismatch up front. So what do you do? Your coach has to put together a game plan to protect your entire situation. Flip it around. You got no pressure with your front four. None. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see any adjustments or any blitzes? No. You kept talking about it all last week. If you can't rush with your front four, then you have to blitz. You got to blitz. You allowed a kid in his second career NFL start to get comfortable instead of trying to make him uncomfortable from the first snap. Why? Is that because you're married to your system? Is it time to buy low on them? Because they were a favorite so. 48 hours ago. Now they're a three-point well, dog. That, that, you're the gambler. It's Isn't a, that I, what you've always taught well, us? It's huge. It's, it's huge. Uh, the only a thing that keeps... point swing, Carm. The thing that keeps preventing me from doing it is just how bad they looked. But that you got to uh, hold but, your nose and, and, and hit, I, I, hit. I, I am tempted. Well, should I do it right yeah, now? I'm going to do it. Uh, Before it goes down, too, because it's still three. I'm not minimizing or minimizing, whatever the word is, the gambling aspect of this. But my concern right now is how they looked. It's just do we have any solutions Uh, to the problem? uh, That's what's preventing me from saying this would be a no-brainer. If it weren't the Bears and I didn't watch that yesterday, this is a no-brainer. And look, this I, is a no-brainer yeah, bet. I, I, I get it. I mean, one game isn't going to define who you are for the entire season. But some of the same issues that have plagued this team and these individual players were on full display. I mean, and for again, two units. Two what, units. You went two units? Two units. I'm thinking about going half unit. He's going two units. Well, my unit is much only I... $10. Well, okay. That's... $20 on the Bears uh, plus three in Tampa. As pissed right, as I, I am just, at that. I just took it to Look, look I mean, that's, I this is yeah. what the gamblers have taught me. Yeah, $20. no, I mean, it's it, more than well, 20 but it's uh, it, it is like... I'm telling you, that's something. Uh, that's the exact also kind told of move. You to take Nebraska on Saturday. Well, and that's they true too. You, but, and they also told you to take the Steelers this way. I, so I, I, I had the Steelers. Said stay away from that. Yeah. I had the Steelers. I bounced back with Dallas, so that was good. The, the Colorado thing didn't make much sense yeah. because Shadir Sanders, Shadir Sanders is a good quarterback. Yeah. He's a great quarterback well, he's right now. Such an athlete. Yeah. You know what God, I mean? They have players on that team. So, like, and, and I know Nebraska. Like Nebraska sucks. Yeah, they. Can. Their coach sucks. Their coach sucked in the NFL. Yeah, but he's been good in college. My, he was how real long good. Ago was that though? Well, four where years. I mean, where are you going back to Temple? Where he rebuilt going? Baylor and Temple. Okay. I mean, look, he's Temple. Uh, Baylor was in ruins when he did that. How I mean, long did he coach at Baylor? Coach. Four years, maybe, like give yeah. or take. Yeah. I mean, Baylor was in ruins they when were. he got yeah, there. He rebuilt them. I think Matt Rule's actually pr- uh, could be good for them, but they're. T- I, mean, I don't know. They're just eventually, but still, they're not. They're, they're, they're not good. They're not good. They're not. Come on, they're feeling themselves in Colorado. Like to, to oh, me yeah. to be that defiant about Colorado, I thought was weird. Yeah, from that's... a lot of people, and it wasn't like a big line. It was what two and a three, half, three points again. Three, it was one of those. I just hope that the Bears don't go to Tampa thinking, ah, that was just a, a, like 
Jaquan Brisker said we needed really you needed that in week one you needed that well so then now you so I, I'm just hoping they don't go to Tampa and think that ah that that one was just an anomaly because the Bucks will still play defense and yeah, not just they, that it's going to be 90 degrees at noon uh, yeah Jaquan Brisker according to Tyler Scott. Uh, Tyler Scott does a show with Adam Rank. I wonder if Rank is uh, changing his prediction for the Bears. I think he had him seventeen and zero. What did he? Uh, not quite eleven or twelve. I Get think he had. Out of well, here. he's he's like a colossal homer. Eleven or yeah, twelve. Yeah, he had them at eleven or twelve wins. Um, and, and with Tyler Scott, Tyler Scott <laughs> said that Jaquan Brisker called the players only meeting last week, last and week. he got them in, and he said, um, "Why not? Why us? not us? Why not us?" And he said that to all the players. You went from a why not us meeting, why not? Why can't we win this all, why can't we win the division, to we needed this? That's brutal. You just held a why not us meeting to we needed this? Uh, that the, isn't that the exact uh, opposite of why it, not it, us? It sure seems like it. You know, I would have. Th- I, I predicted the Bears would win this game by three, but I, I would have you know, bought it if you told me that the but Pack would have won by three. Fine. This was probably uh, the the one outcome that I would have never uh, predicted, and it's probably why it such a kick to the nuts. I didn't expect the game to be over when the fourth quarter started, no. boys. That that's bad. Yeah, and it was over. And it was over. All right. So what's up on the show, so, guys? Yeah, we're taking it. White Sox. We're gonna break down the White Sox. <laughs> I mean, this is what's happening to me from White Sox. They, they can't do this to me. I said this. You can't do it to me. I felt most bad for White Sox Bears fans. You're, I mean, like guys, it's the same game. You're going to kill me. I, I, I mean, what Sylvia, are we? I said to Sylvia, the White are you Sox, trying to kill Carmen? If the if the Sox were smart, they'd send out a tweet that says, "Hey Bears, hold our beer." <laughs> a picture of a nice cold Miller Lite, right? Aren't they the official P- beers? Yeah, I think they are. The White Sox and picture Bears. of Grafal yeah. holding a Miller Lite. Hold their beer. Hold their hey, beer. Matt. Hold my oh bear. Oh my god. That would be great. I mean, they're going to make kill that us. graphic anyway. Can someone make a graphic of Pedro Grafal passing a beer to Matt Eberflus and just say, hold my beer on oh it? Hold my beer. And then we'll retweet so, it. So, Carm, you guys are this killing is, me. This is the question. No, thank God the Hawks go to camp in a few weeks. Oh, Connor really? Bedard. Yeah, well, at least there's Bedard. Yeah, we get to watch Bedard. That's, I mean, thank God. You're right about that. What else that. do I have? The what? Bulls aren't going to be very good in no. all likelihood. The, my socks have been eliminated on, on September 11th. The socks are eliminated. It's coming up. And no. So this way, David Ross can bench him for the next five days. <laughs> That's good. That's pretty good, Sylvie. The Bears can't. I can't sit through a 3-14 and 14 season again. Here's your question. Now, up at Hallis Hall, this is who you are right now. What who are you, you going to be on Sunday? What, and what would you tell them right now? If you had the Bears ear, what would you say to them? What bothered you most last night, Bears fans? Three one two three three two three seven seven six. This is your show. We want to hear from you. How much? Like there was a good debate too on Greeny between Greeny and Hembo. I don't know if you heard it. Mm-mm. Like how much of a role does Fields play in this? Well, some like, he's got. Really, I mean, come on. Greeny said not much. They uh, ruined him. Hembo, like this is a lot on. on yes. and, and and like Hembo was saying. Maybe Fields is the number one problem. So it was sort of a wide gap there. We're going to replay some of that. But we want to hear from you today, 312-332-3776. I want to paint the picture. I was there, what it was like before the game. And then just when I left, (laughs) it was like the floodgates. I want to tell everyone when I left. And it was like the floodgates opening up of of that place. Brutal. And and people, what they were saying to me, it was crazy. I'm telling you, everywhere you go this well, morning, I didn't, I didn't share this with I you. I can't wait to hear it. Workers in the stadium, oh, what they God. were saying to me. Oh, oh boy. It's that bad, yeah. boys. All right, Waddle and Sylvie get you home next. We'll see you tomorrow.
Waddle and Sylvie, from our State Street studio to your hellish commute home, we're there with you making it bearable. Never mind. Back to Waddle and Sylvie on ESPN Chicago. I don't want to say too much right now, but I'm, I'm, I'm pretty ready. I'm ready to play. Snap is back. Four-man rush. Pockets clean. Jacks the ball to the post. It is caught for the touchdown. Romeo Dobbs over the middle. Plenty of time. Pocket held. 6-0 Green Bay and a seven-yard strike on third and goal. You know, I'm, I'm, ready, I'm ready to show the naysayers, you know, what, what, what was really good. You know, we got a really good team. Here's the snap. Fake. Rolling to his right. Fields being chased and dragged down. Slung to the ground by the rookie, Lucas Van Ness out of Barrington. You know, we haven't beat Green Bay in a long time, so, you know, I'm, I'm just ready to get this win. In motion to the far side, Toure. Snap from center. Loving the bootleg to the near side. Sets his feet. Throws opposite side. Screen. Caught Aaron Jones. Blockers in front. 40-50. To the 40 of the Bears down the sideline. 30. Jones to the 20. Jones streaking down the inside the 10 before Tyreek Stevenson bumps him out of bounds at the 8-yard line. Receiver stacked to the near side. Snap out of the gun. They hand it off. Aaron Jones plows into the end zone for a Green Bay touchdown. One yarder, and the lead is 10. Obviously, Green Bay, you, you want to beat them as many times as you can just for the sake of the city. Snap back to Jordan Lowe. Got a fire over the middle. Has caught Jones away at the 20 to the 15 angling right to the 10 to the 5. Outruns every bear to the end zone for the touchdown. 35-yarder. You know what I'm saying? For the you know, city of Chicago, you know, Illinois in general, this rivalry here has been going on for a long time, and it's just we're about to be on the other side of that now. Fields now racing out of there. Hit, fumble the football. It's on the ground. It is covered up by the Green Bay Packers at the 28-yard line. You know, we're, we're going to be giving the, being the ones to, to give the beat down. You know, we're not getting beat by them anymore. It's going to be us. Dylan Malone back. He'll be the guy today. Torrey goes back the other way now. From center, he takes fumble the football. Picked it up. Rolling to his right. Busted play. What did he do? He throws it to a wide-open receiver. Musgrave makes an acrobatic catch. Inside the 10 and touchdown to the 5. Complete. Hail Mary bust, and it's a big play for Green Bay. Not one, so that's kind of how I see it. And I'm, like I said, it starts starts uh, Sunday. Dobbs left one-on-one top of the field with Jalen Johnson taking the snap. That's where he's going. They get Tariq Stevenson up in the air. Catch is made for the touchdown. A 50-50 over the rookie Tyreek Stevenson to Dobbs. Left corner of the end zone, 30-14 Green Bay. There's no other team in the league that's worked harder than us this offseason. There's no other team in the league that's putting the hours, you know, and, and the, the extra field work that guys, you know, are, on this team are putting in. Nobody's watching film like this guy, this team is putting in. Like, nobody's doing it the way we're doing it here. So Third down and 11 for Justin. Takes the snap, sidesteps back to throw. Over the middle, intercepted Quay Walker at the 35. To the 30, middle of the field, 25. He is hit by Roshan Johnson. Bounces off, stays on his feet. Left at the 15, angles 10, 5 to the end zone for the touchdown. Our confidence through the roof, and... You know how that's that's how I feel. What the f are you talking about, man? Jones action there. Yeah, Justin Jones with his comments last week. Like I, he wants to believe. He does want to believe, like the song says. Uh, but uh, then the had Aaron Jones on the other side, uh, running for a touchdown as he's like tearing his hamstring too. And uh, I know that they, they you know, they're they're. They're patting themselves on the back up there about holding the Packers to what was it, 2.9 yards per carry. Am I wrong, or did it feel like really when they needed to convert something with the running game, they found a way to make it work? 
Especially with Aaron Jones. Well, and they were throwing, they were using screens too. You know, and they were finding him. He's a good receiver as well. It was all those highlights. I mean, geez, Mallory, did you have to use every highlight in that package? We got the point. We lived through the whole damn game yesterday. Very creative, though. 312-332-3776. Joni Akinthayer on your home for the Bears. I was at Soldier. I've been to uh, several Bears games, as most of us have, in our lifetime at the old Soldier Field, at this version of Soldier Field for the last 20 years. Um, I've been at some loud games. I thought yesterday, for my money, and I was talking to Joniak off the air after the game, too, we both agreed that that crowd was as ramped up as we have heard in a long, long time. That the Bears did it right. Like, every sort of pregame thing, pregame hype that they did, Bears fans were ready. People were coming up to the stage, and they were just so amped up. Like, we all had been drinking the Kool-Aid that this could be the start of a new era. It was a good offseason. Sound moves were being made. The trade with Carolina. Some of the draft picks were really, really good. And we thought that the Bears had improved. And then with Rodgers leaving, that this would be a good moment in time to sort of reclaim the rivalry. And the crowd started and the Bears moved the football. I think they converted a couple of first downs. I forget if it was one or two. On that first drive after the Packers deferred and the Bears received. And then they got to that play that you mentioned, Waddle, and we were all texting about it on third and one or two. And they try to outsmart everyone. A look that they did yesterday where you have Cole Komet go under center. You have one of the most dynamic playmakers in Justin Fields with his legs. And he could do something with it. You could go RPO. He could throw the ball. He could do You want to go lateral there? You can go lateral there. You want him to run the football. In a designed run, he can do something there. But instead, you run it right with a kind of a a slow-footed guy in, in Cole Komet to pick up a long one, and you fail. Then you don't. Then you don't change personnel. You kept your exact personnel out there for another sneak. And, and, and fine, you want to call it ballsy, uh, fine, but you don't convert. And now you give a guy in his first year starting for the Green Bay Packers in his very first possession as a starter, short field. Short field. You want to make it easy peasy for him. You say, here, you don't have to go 65 yards against our crappy defense. You don't have to go 75 yards against us. You don't have to go 80 yards against us. Goes like 40, go 38 yards against us. Here, take it. And then, and, and they do. And, and you should but, have seen. And it still wasn't that bad until the second half. But, like, that's when I started getting angry with, with that play call. And then the play calls only seemed to get worse. On, on critical third down and critical second down plays. The precursor should have been the, the, the opening kickoff of the 2023 season. We committed a personal foul and started our first drive yeah, they, of the year from our own 10-yard line. That's a, that's a really good point, too. Like, Matt Eberflus last year, again, and I think Cap said it this morning, this was, in my opinion... The worst discipline game they played under Matt Eberflus. I don't think any of the 17 last year looked as bad as this game. I agree. 
Um, you could tell they weren't ready to play. Like, they say they're ready. They say they were healthy. There's a difference between being available and being ready. No We've question. said it all offseason. Yeah, I mean, it was something I think that, you, you know, look, we, we pounded this drum quite a bit. Not to pat ourselves on the back, but to, to acknowledge the frustration that we were unsettled with how training camp went and i've heard the coach respond in some ways that hey well you know injuries are part of so we try to ramp up and all that other stuff if you thought that they were going to get a seamless start especially at the line of scrimmage when you had so many guys miss so many miss so many practices that was just pie in the sky i mean if 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 you thought that an offensive line was going to come out and just steamroll the green bay packers i think that, that you were more delusional as an individual and on a football front than than ever before I think I was most because I expected them to be to, to to not be good at the line of scrimmage on both sides of the football. I was disappointed in the game plan because I've been a, Get- a Getzy fan, and I was disappointed in the way that the guys execute whatever it is that they ask them to do. I didn't think it was a good game plan. I don't think the play calling was very good, um, and I don't think that the coaching staff and they didn't get a lot of help from their players. But the coaching staff, I didn't think, make the adjustments that were necessary as the game was unfolding. Like you mentioned, you've put this young quarterback from the other team, second star, and you allowed him to be pretty much untouched. And you didn't harass him or you didn't make him uncomfortable for the majority of the game. You couldn't get to him with a four-man rush. I get it. Packers got a good offensive line. While healthy and intact, that's a pretty good offensive line the defensive line the pass rush has been horrible the last year plus right 20 sacks jaquan brisker led our team with four sacks last year you added ngakwe you added walker neither one of them ngakwe hadn't been in camp forever and walker only had a handful of practices so you had a pretty good idea that your four-man rush wasn't successful last year probably not going to be great this year against a pretty good opponent so what are you going to do when you can't apply pressure with your front four? You have to make an adjustment. You have to do something to make that young quarterback and that young group of, of skilled players uncomfortable. And you never – I think I counted maybe one or two blitzes. I may be you off. You were asking but- for it before the game, too. And, and, and I heard the debate earlier. A caller called in. I think it was Marcus from Minneapolis who called in. And Lance Briggs took exception yeah, with him this morning about the cover two. I don't have a problem with the cover two. I have a problem when the cover two isn't played right by the players and you can't because the cover two is based on getting pressure with front, the front four. Correct. So when, when the front four can't get pressure is when I have problems with the cover two, yes. that they don't budge from the concept of that. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. The, the Bears don't have the horses to run that. So when you don't, and you, when you just say, look, this is what the cover two is based on, we're just going to keep rushing for, it's not working. You have to bother a young quarterback and get pressure on him. Oh, no, it's only based on the getting pressure from the, your front four can't get pressure. That's so, why I said that I was disappointed, not just in the players. I was disappointed in the game plan and how the coaches failed to adjust as the game was rolling on. And, and like, it's, it's what Getzey did best last year yes. in the middle of the season. He put Justin in the best situation to score and to win games. And as Dan Weederer pointed out, I believe he tweeted out a stat that the Bears hadn't, I don't believe, have, like to go along with all these losing streaks, nine in a row versus the Packers, 10 in a row against the division, 11 in a row overall, the Bears haven't scored 20 points since week 11 
of last year. So not only are they not winning, when we were all expecting, hey, now all of a sudden maybe the Bears' offense have arrived, they had that little stretch in the middle of last year, and now they've tailed off. And yesterday wasn't a day when the offense looked any better. And I'm walking out a soldier, and so... After Justin threw the pick six, I'm like, I'm out. I'm, I'm not staying anymore. I, I, it's, it's my birthday. I want to get home and drink some wine and, and blow out some candles with my kids and everything like that. I hit the road. And about 30,000 people had the same idea with me. And people were angry. There were workers who were sitting there yelling, at me, Sylvie, can't wait to listen tomorrow. Sylvie, can you believe this? And like, you, you love to hear the people want to vent. But the problem is, is we have had this same show for how many years now? Too long. We like not just against the Packers, but all these years of getting excited for Bears football, wanting something better, thinking we're going to get something better, thinking and, and, and maybe the season does turn against Tampa. But again, until they prove otherwise, I'm not buying it now. Well, again, like, listen, we were on the same page last year. Patient. Going to be patient. It's a teardown. I'm not suggesting they should try to lose, but if they lose, so be it. Because what they're trying to do is completely tear this thing down to the studs. 2023, different scenario. Year one of the rebuild. So as I said last year, my patience level will not be the same this year as a fan and someone who follows the team as it was last year. This is a new day. This is a new era. And that's why I said to you, look, if I'm the coach, we're all watching this film. We're not. This isn't one of those games where you go, well, we're just going to burn the film and move on. Uh-uh. We're going to watch this together, fellas. All of us. Yep. Yep. So again, uh, I, I understand how some people want to say it's only week one. And I get that. And you can turn things around. But again, this is this goes back a lot last year. And they didn't show me anything tangible other than just saying there are 16 games left to be excited for or to build on. 332-3776. What are your thoughts on, on, on this game? We have full phone lines. This is your show. I want to take all these calls. I want to have the debate about Justin Fields as well. And a lot of Bears fans, as usual, this is the most polarizing topic on this. Is he the reason why the offense struggled? Or is has everyone around him let him down? And is 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 that why we're not seeing more from Justin. 332-3776. It's Waddle and Sylvie. Hey, I'm Tom Waddle and I drive a Hawk. Yes, I do. It's a new season and I'm I'm really liking the lineup. I really am. Get to hawkauto.com and choose from Ford, Chevy, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, Subaru, Cadillac, Mazda, Volkswagen, Nissan, and Wagoneer, and a huge selection of pre-owned vehicles. Right now, save with 0% for 60 months or no payments for 90 days. Find your next car today at hawkauto.com. Drive what I drive. Drive a Hawk on select models with approved credit. Waddle and Sylvie are back. Are back. Follow the show on Twitter at Waddle and Sylvie and at TWaddle87. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Third down and 11 for Justin. Takes the snap, sidesteps back to throw. Over the middle, intercepted Quay Walker at the 35. To the 30, middle of the field, 25. He is hit by Roshan Johnson. Bounces off, stays on his feet. Left at the 15, angles 10, 5 to the end zone for the touchdown. Grab my backpack, tap Danny Zetterman on the shoulder. I'm out of here. And I said, I'm out. 
I said, I'm out. You know, and, and, the, and a lot of the fans did the same. You and I saw that same play in practice pretty much every day we were up there at least once. I want to have a conversation about that at three. Let, we, when we have more time, uh, we're, we're up against it here. I want to get some phone calls in. I, I'd like to to sit down and like have like an honest conversation and like not an I told you so or no. like and, and like people get very offended and don't want to just chat anymore. It's got to be everything's got to be so. Welcome to 2023. Yeah, it really does. Uh, Roy in Belmont Heights, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Roy? Hey, guys. Waddle, Sylvie. Sylvie, it seems like your worst nightmare came true yesterday, didn't it? Jordan Love came into Chicago and outplayed Justin Fields. Your worst nightmare came through, didn't it? Now, I'm not, like, I don't think the Packers are all that, and I don't think Jordan Love is all that. I, what I'm pissed about and worried about is Justin and the Bears. That's what I'm most worried about. Like, no, agreed. And uh, if uh, Waddle played in the NFL, from what me and my me and my buddy watched the game yesterday, it, it looked like Mitch Trubisky 2.0 out there. As much as I love Mitch, bunch of check down throws from Justin Fields, a mail advice interception, and nothing that was thrown down the field more than 15 to 20 yards. I mean, I want this kid to succeed. We all want him to. But it Jordan Love had three touchdowns and got the job done. He made more plays than Justin Fields. That's so. a fair statement, in my, in my opinion. Look, for his second career start, and, and I agree with Sylvie, my focus is on our quarterback, not their quarterback. But to analyze their guy in his second career start with his best receiver missing, I thought he had a good day. Yeah. He missed a couple of throws. He missed two touchdowns. Like the one, there was a throw in the middle of the field on a post route. Aaron Rodgers makes that throw. He's leading the receiver towards the pylon. That's a touchdown. There was another. Like, so look, he, you didn't go out of there and go, oh my God, he's the third Hall of Famer in a row. But for his second start, he looked pretty, I, he looked pretty good. He looked pretty good to me. He looked like he was comfortable in his own skin. He looked like he did some things. I thought Dan Orlovsky did a really nice job today on Get Up, pointing out some yeah, of the yeah. subtle it's things that he does well. If I, if I was a Packer fan, be I'd be thrilled. happy with the starting You'd point. You'd be thrilled. But it's kind of like, um, who's the all-time great swimmer for the, from the U.S.? Michael Phelps. Michael Phelps. It's like us trying to race Michael Phelps right now. Like I don't think yeah. Jordan Love is Michael Phelps in the pool. But we're going in there with a couple of floaties on. Yeah. Trying to outswim a professional swimmer. We can't swim right now on offense. Well, this is what I would say as well to that point. Is that Aaron Rodgers would not have made you think he was a Hall of Famer in his second career start. So I don't know what the arc for Jordan Love is. All I can tell you in his second career start in a hostile environment, without his best receiver, he probably had a better second start than Aaron Rodgers did. What that's worth, I don't know. We also made life easy for him. No question. My concern is our guy, because I'm not following the Packers for 17 weeks. Let's have a conversation about that coming up next. I do want to give you the stat, too, about how he wasn't pressured, something that you have talked about. We'll do that coming up, 312-332-3776. Are you worried about Justin? Is this a Justin problem, or is this more of a team problem and an offensive problem with the play calling? Want to hear from you. Want to talk about what we saw at training camp and how this relates. It's Waddle and Sylvie.